Hello and welcome to Keep Showing Up with Beasters of Fitness, where we dive into all things fitness, nutrition, mental health, and more. I am here to guide you through your fitness journey or even inspire someone out there to incorporate some healthier habits into their life. I'm your host, Brianna Souza, and let's get into today's episode. So today I want to talk about insecurities, and I feel like this is going to relate to basically everyone like who's going to listen to this because everyone has insecurities or have had insecurities in their past. I want to bring it back to 2019 slash 2020. Those were the hardest years of my life when it came to self-love and confidence and compassion. Um, I unfortunately like hated myself. It's really insane to think about because I am obsessed with who I am today. Like I'm obsessed with a lot of things about myself and, you know, in a healthy way, but I, when I say obsessed, I just, I I do love who I am. Thinking about how I felt about myself back then is so sad to me. And I know I had to go through that to get to where I am now, but it's just insane to think about how I felt about myself. Like it almost feels like a different lifetime. I, I hope I never experience that again. I was just talking to a client about this, and when we experience change in our bodies, whether this is weight gain or, you know, losing weight or, you know, anything that you might struggle with um, when it comes to a change in your body, it can be really hard to take the first steps of accepting that, you know, this is what you look like right now. When I realized that I had gained weight, because surprisingly enough, sometimes when you do have a weight change, you don't really notice it right away, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's because we see ourselves every day, so we don't really see ourselves progressively getting to a certain weight, I guess. But when I like really put the you know points together, like, oh, I, I guess I did gain a lot of weight and I didn't really like realize it. I mean, I was like absolutely devastated. I was so heartbroken. I felt like I was like truly grieving. And it's okay if this sounds dramatic to some people because whoever has been through it, they know what I mean. So that's all that matters. Um, This isn't true, of course. Of course, like our weight doesn't have to do with our self-worth. But when you first go through something like that, it is common to think like that. So that's why um, I wanted to mention that because that's how I felt. Any person who has been through that, I mean, can agree with this too. We don't look at other people like this and people don't look at us like this. If someone is like actually truly judging you for your weight, you don't even want them around anyways, so they don't matter. And of course, anything negative someone has to say is a true reflection on themselves. It always has been, always will be. It is truly what it is, right? That's what it is. And also, I just have to say like when reading the four agreements, which I made a whole episode about um, maybe earlier this year, I talked about that chapter of not to take things personally. And if we do personalize an insult, it might also be because we believe them. And this was a little tricky for me to read because I kind of disagreed at first, if that makes sense. Like I, I was reading and it was kind of like, if someone calls you stupid and you personalize it, then maybe that's because you think that you're stupid and you believe them. And so it can also be a reflection on how you feel about yourself. So I was like, okay, because if you know that you're intelligent and someone calls you stupid, 
you won't take it personal because you know the truth, if that makes sense. So if someone calls you, you know what, you're a bad person and you're like, oh, damn, like you need to take it really personally. Your inner self might think you're a bad person and that's why you personalize it. I guess that's a whole other conversation of other people insulting you and how it's it's truly not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on them. Um, I absolutely get infuriated when my clients tell me what other people say about them or just comments that their family or their friends make. I'm like, what are people doing? And I'm all I'm saying is this would get resolved if everyone went to therapy. Because when you're in therapy, you learn about yourself, you learn how to cope, and you just learn like why you are the way you are. And someone who's confident in themselves and loves themselves and is happy with themselves, they are not going to go around and insult other people. You know, I'm a human being. I'm not going to say, oh my God, I never talk about other people. But I don't talk about people in that way. I will kind of like tell stories. I'll say like the truth. I'll talk about the truth. But I'm not going to ever in my life come at someone's looks or their weight or their hair or their skin. That's just like a new low. And I, I hate that. I hate that. Anytime someone is bringing up someone's physical appearance, I just want to throw up. I'm like, that. that's like, it's just never okay to talk about someone's body and someone's face and their life. It's just, it's very weird to me. And let's say that I'm talking to someone about someone who hurt my feelings or maybe they weren't that nice to me. And they, they reply with their, something about their looks or their appearance. I will defend that person and I don't even care who it is. Like, the minute their physical appearance gets brought up, I'm like, okay, we don't have to come at them like that. Yes, they might have done something shitty to me, but they are, like, I'm not going to call them ugly. They're ugly on the inside if they were unkind to me. But I don't know. I think I've always been like that because it's not nice to get, like, made fun of and even if someone quote unquote deserves it, no one really ever deserves to be called me names, even if they call that to you. I think I'm getting off track. Anyways, um, back to insecurities. Um, I, not to get like that deep, but like also like, isn't that the whole point of this? <laughs> I used to look in the mirror and like cry. Like I would be so angry at myself for letting this happen i guess it's very interesting because therapy has actually taught me not to be such a victim a victim mentality something i actually struggled with a lot of my life and you know it stemmed from things from childhood and like you know i've gone through the therapy for it um i mean of course still going through it i mean therapies every week and sometimes twice a week if it's a bad week. <laughs> I've had to do therapy like twice a week a few times. Um, that that was those are rough weeks. And honestly, loved it. It was very helpful. It got me through whatever I was going through at the time. Anyways, um, yeah, through therapy, I kind of like learned like why I am the way I am. Okay, so may I play the victim all the time. Where does that come from? Learning why you do things can help you get out of it, because. And I, th I do think I'm a very self-aware person. And at some point I was kind of like, 
why am I so like whammy? And I don't know if I would say I was like, I'm like, whoa, what was me? But I just, I, I do, I felt like I played the victim a lot. And I think playing the victim and woe is me is two different things. Like I, I didn't go around being like, oh, the whole life, the whole world is, is against me. Not like that, more just like someone would say something mean to me and I would definitely like hold on to it and like really, how, what is the word? Broadcast it. You know, like very much, this person was mean to me, everyone feel bad for me. And I knew I was doing that and I didn't want to be like that forever. So through therapy, I've kind of learned like why I do that. And I've been able to try to, I'm also a Libra and I'm not saying like that's the main reason. Libras are victims sometimes. They play the victim and guess what? In in relationships, it's really not that great to be someone who wants to play the victim. You know, it's not ideal for relationships. So I'm really happy because honestly, through therapy, my relationships are absolutely thriving right now. And I feel so happy and confident in my ability to maintain a healthy relationship and friendships um, because of the coping mechanisms that I've learned. Okay, so anyways, I got sidetracked for the eighth time. So through therapy, I learned that when I gained weight. So for reference, if you haven't, I think it's my first episode I talked about like a little bit more in depth, but I gained like 65 pounds um, in 2019-2020, and every time I would talk about it, I would say from medication. I would say it's from antidepressants. And when I told my therapist that, she's like, well, we need to stop putting all the blame and power in the medication because what was your habits at the time? And I was like, damn. I was like, um, I actually wasn't working. I didn't work for like six months. Um, January, the first half of 2019. From January to June, I didn't work. I don't know. I think I was just like in between jobs and in a depressed state plus on antidepressants. So she's right. How often was I working out? What was I eating? Probably Domino's like a lot of the time. <laughs> and so I I mean that that session like truly changed my brain chemistry. I was like, I cannot believe for this many years I was kind of like putting all the blame on this medication. And she's right. It's not just it's kind of like this thing happened to me. I also was a part of it though. And, you know, I will say, of course, when you're depressed, it's not easy to be healthy. And I understand that. So I can like empathize with myself that I know it wasn't easy, but I can, I cannot just put the blame on that one thing because I was all, I need to hold myself accountable. So see through therapy, I would have never really even thought of like holding myself accountable in that way, to be honest. Like, it's just really cool. Therapy like is so helpful, but, um. Yeah, I mean, so I was, like, pretty fit, like, most of my life, actually. I would say, like, throughout high school, I was, yeah, like, in high school, I was pretty fit slash, like, thin, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't know. And I was really into the gym starting, like, when I was, like, 16, 15. 
this is gonna sound so like whammy so maybe i am like that i'm i'm recovering so everyone leave me alone but um i just remember being like sad because i in high school it was really cool to me because i would always get like have people ask me for like fitness advice which i really appreciated and i thought it was really cool that people wanted my advice and i mean i did the best with education i had at the time i mean 15 16 you don't remember i mean i wasn't actually educated but i was just kind of showing what i was doing <sighs> can i just add before i like bring that up like i didn't know things were unhealthy at the time no one really does you know when like you're doing things and maybe you're even like posting about it and then years later it's like i would never promote that now like i i remember taking these like detox teas and i didn't know like what it meant i just knew that it made me feel good and it was kind of like a laxative tea and but i didn't understand that that could be unhealthy to like overly use it i really didn't like it was weird i thought i was being healthy i didn't think that i was like abusing it or i don't even i don't know if i was abusing it but i would definitely like drink them fairly often so i remember accidentally subscribed to receiving like so many of those tea packets like a month and then i remember posting like if anyone wanted to buy them because i accidentally had so many of them and it's just so not like me and not who I am nowadays. Like I would never like promote that. Never mind like sell it to people. It's just insane how much I've grown as like a coach. And like, I mean, I wasn't a coach then, but just as like my education of the whole world of health and fitness. But honestly, every single coach out there has been through that, that kind of unhealthy time. Like the keto, the detox, the cleanses, the juice cleanses. I mean, right after high school, I was into YouTube for a little bit. They're private now, but I watch them once in a while and they're just, honestly, my YouTube videos were funny. I have to say that. They were just funny. I don't know, but there were, I, I posted one video like how to lose five pounds in a week. Ma'am, ma'am, first of all, that's not impossible. And I wasn't, like my video tutorial wasn't even like, anything crazy it was honestly just like eating healthier it wasn't like don't eat anything but it was still kind of funny because healthy weight loss is like half a pound two pounds per week but on the first week of weight loss it is kind of normal sometimes to see like a three to five pound drop in the first week or two but it not for everybody and also it's just funny how like that's how i worded it i would never word something like that um oh yeah so yeah, in high school, like people would ask me for advice. I thought that was like really cool. So when I gained a bunch of weight, of course that dissipated. And like, I felt like people were disgusted by me. Is this made up? Yes, Where, where's my evidence? Right, exactly. But it's hard to not think that way when people talk about people gaining weight all the time, if that makes sense. I don't because I just don't care if someone gains weight or loses a significant amount of weight. So because I had like the evidence of people reacting to other people gaining weight, I kind of assumed people thought that about me. And honestly, 
Probably. I have, you never want to assume. It's also part of the four agreements. Never assume. Don't assume, whatever. But you never want to assume that people think things about you. Because you're making up a narrative, and that's not helpful for the human brain to be like, oh my god, I know they think I'm this, that, and that. But sometimes when there's evidence to back it up, I can't assume people were judging me, and you know what? That's okay. Also from, like, some comments I got. (laughs) So I did have evidence, you know, but it's one of those things, when you're in it, when you're going through it, and you have, like, people making comments i mean nothing is worse it is really hard to hear that oh my god this brings me to my next point and can you believe this is all the top of my head my genius i actually don't know no, d- cut that <laughs> uh i'm actually gonna put that in so i'm like am i a genius i'm talking about like me it's easy to talk about yourself anyways 2020 was like the start of TikTok, so i would post you know, probably stupid things, me doing whatever. I don't know. Like just posting, like it was a very weird time for everybody. I feel like, and I, I don't know, just especially when you're so insecure, like you'll post kind of anything to get any kind of compliments, to be honest. I mean, this is from my personal experience and the, my self-love journey also came with a journey of not needing other people's validation, which I really struggled with even before waking. And now I truly like feel so free from that. Like I, if I post a picture, I'm okay if no one says anything. And that sounds so silly, but I'm sure someone understands out there who's listening. Like you're not getting validation from other human beings automatically assumes, all right, so this picture sucks. First of all, no. Because, you know, at times I'm scrolling, I'm like, oh, this, this person looks so good. And I don't say that. You know, I try to. But sometimes if I don't feel like messaging that person or commenting, I won't. But like I try to because it, it does uplift other people. But you never want to only believe you're good looking or whatever if someone tells you. You want to believe it yourself. And I didn't believe it myself back in the day. This is going to be a little bit like, wah, 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 like poor me. But I also am just explaining what happened because it sucked. I don't care. It it was not fun for me. So I'm going to talk about that. So back in the day, 2020, three years ago, but that's like forever ago, almost four years ago, um, I would post videos myself, whatever. And I simply got bombarded with hate comments. Like, I don't even know why and like i think it was just the start of like that tiktok era tiktok is kind of still like that kind of like the comments are kind of crazy sometimes actually it's gotten a lot better but just the worst comments that you could probably ever think of calling me fat and like my weight so just can you okay let me paint the picture going through awaking the first time in your your life ever and trying to accept yourself so you can move on and get healthy. And then you're getting 50 comments per video calling you fat and other insane terms and words and just so, so mean. And it was it was honestly really hard for me because I was trying to accept myself. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to post some pics like, or pictures or videos of myself and just be confident and just, you know, do that. And then 
people would almost type out what I my biggest fear was that I was those things. Because every day in the mirror, I would like cry and cry and cry and be like, you know what? I am beautiful. I'm healthy. I'm, I'm trying my best. And then people are kind of like people are commenting your thoughts that you're trying to ignore, if that makes sense. So my self-love and confidence journey um, was like very interesting because I, you know, I was trying my best, but things like that really, um, I, don't even, I don't even know what the word is. It just, it really, it made it harder, but also like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just weird, I guess. I guess it was kind of like sad in the way that why are people thinking these things about other people? And also, why are people feeling comfortable tearing someone down like that? TikTok is not a fun place for me in the sense that I... So I made like a different TikTok account because the one that I have now, I think has like, I don't know, 90 something thousand followers, but it does, it's not like a positive thing because that was, those followers came from the time that I was struggling the most, if that makes sense. And I'm like eventually going to delete that account and just use my other one. Cause when I see that amount of followers, it's not positive. Like I said, it's like, it reminds me of a very bad time. Like I stopped posting at one point, even though I was getting like a lot of views or whatever and like likes and stuff, but the comments were so mean that those followers, it doesn't do anything good for me. Like it makes me feel sad when I see that. And not by the comments specifically, like I can acknowledge that mean things were being said about me, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me now. I honestly like kind of forgot most of what was said. I know it was terrible. I probably have the screenshot back somewhere but um like i knew it was terrible but i don't like ever really think about it like this is the first time i actually talked about it in like so long like it doesn't keep me up at night it, it was very much in the past i don't really let it bother me like i never even brought it up to like my therapist because it doesn't cross my mind like that ever so yeah there was um definitely like evidence of people thinking these things about me like i said through tiktok and through like some comments people in my life said at the time very very might have been like a little backhand a little here and there very like they probably never in a million years thought it would hurt me but it's just the way things were worded um and at the end of the day no one's really responsible for like saving your feelings especially if they like didn't intentionally mean to hurt you like i said if you're taking something personally you probably do think it's true about yourself and also it's a reflection on them so no it's not okay if someone's mean to you but it's also good to think about why am i taking that personally like where does that come from and then kind of going from there but anyways something that really helped me move on from that time period in my life like if you're listening to this and you are very insecure in whatever way this can be about anything just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> at the tunnel there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you can get out of it. It will it will not always be like this. I was like truly I truly convinced myself that I was always going to hate myself forever. Like I didn't think I would ever love myself again. Moral of the story is if you're going through like a weight change or a body change in whatever way that might mean for you, just know that you will get through it and if I could do one thing differently, like go through that again, I would, 
I would go in therapy a lot sooner. Just really try to love myself as much as I can. I mean, I really did try my best. Like, not to be so dark and depressing, but this is also what happened. Well, maybe not. I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> I always think I'm like, oh, am I oversharing? But this is going to help people. So, like, I don't mind putting it out there. When I tell you, I used to look in the mirror and, like, scream at myself. I would literally, like, scream, like, I hate you. Like, that is mind-blowing because every time I pass a mirror, I have to check myself out, like, eight minutes in a row. I love to look at myself. But there was a time where, like, I hated what I saw to the point where I would, like, be mean to myself and yell at myself. It's it's so beyond insane. So if you have ever – that's, like, a little bit, like, mental illness. That's kind of where the mental illness comes in. But um, So maybe not everyone can relate to that. <laughs> I have not looked in the mirror and thought negative things in so long. I'm not saying I, I'm never insecure. Of course, like, sometimes I'll look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, I'm not really feeling my best today. But it's never – I'm never tearing myself down. It's kind of like always validate your feelings and acknowledge them. But what you choose to do with the feelings is what is going to make the huge difference in your day and in your overall life. So I'm looking in the mirror thinking, you know, eh, I look better. And then I kind of like walk away. And I'm like, all right, bye. Like, you know, it's like I acknowledge that. I validate that. But I know that these thoughts are not permanent. I think the number one thing you can do when you're feeling really insecure is taking care of yourself to the best of your ability, whatever that looks like for you at the time. So what that looked like for me is, you know, it's different because that was before I was a coach. So I didn't really know like what I was doing, but I was trying, you know, and that is physically what all that matters is you're trying. So I was like trying to like do my own research about like how to eat healthy and, you know, what things to do to lose weight or just to be healthier. Like I was starting to go to the gym. Being in public was almost impossible for me. So I did it as much as I could. Like, I don't even know. I, I basically like wouldn't leave the house unless I physically had to. And I would simply just not leave the house. <laughs> I, uh, I have one particular memory that makes me really sad to think about, but, um, this was, my cousin's, this was my cousin's graduation party. And, you know, we had to be there at a certain time, of course. And I, I literally remember it was like the time you had to be there and I was still home and I had a huge like mental breakdown and my boyfriend and sister were there. And I just remember throwing clothes everywhere. Like, because this is the thing I didn't, I wasn't at the point of acceptance where I understood that I had to get new clothes. Nothing fit me because I was a different weight. But I was so in denial that instead of like going out in the world and getting new clothes that made me feel good, I like refused to do that. So guess what? I, I actually did have no clothes to wear because nothing fit me anymore. And, you know, that was a really hard conversation and a really hard day for me because I realized that I kind of had to move on from things that I had at the time and I just had to just get new clothing. I don't know. I mean, I ended up showing up and it was fine, but I mean, I felt like shit about myself. I felt so insecure and I felt really sad. And sometimes, you know, like you can kind of tell that other people like feel bad for you. And I hate that. I hated that a lot. I understood why they felt that way, but I felt like they, they understood where I was coming from, 
which kind of felt like for me, they thought those things too. But it's not that. Like people who love you will support you and they feel bad or maybe they feel like they empathize with, empathize with you because they don't want to see someone they love in pain like that. But um, that was a really hard time for me that day. And there was many days, many, many days like that. But that was like one particular memory that I um, remember. I just like I'm so grateful for people who like stuck by my side through that time and didn't call me dramatic or didn't invalidate me or say, you're making this up like you're not valid for feeling like this because I did have a few people at the time kind of say like, who cares? Like, you're fine. And that's not helpful. That is not a helpful response. Someone who is like expressing the pain and insecurity they're feeling and someone to reply with something along the lines of like, no one cares, like who cares? You know, not like no one cares how you feel, but no one cares what you look like. That's not helpful and you know what? I never look back and blame people for how they responded because they were simply doing what they could with what like knowledge they had at the time and what tools they had or how they felt, you know? It's not like this person's the worst person for saying that. That's how they felt and that's what they said and it's not that big of a deal. But um, I think at this age and nowadays, like I would hope there'd be a different like under level of understanding. I think if you love someone as a friend or more than a friend or someone in your life and they're struggling, I always hope people would try their best to be there. You know, you're not responsible for saving people and bringing them out of a depression. Like that's not everyone's responsibility and I totally get that but you can definitely be supportive as much as you can with just like a, we love you and you're going to get through this. Like that's, that's a very simple way to just tell someone that you are there for them. It was, it was a weird time. You know, also think about if someone has never been through something, they probably don't understand it to the full extent. So it is hard to be there for someone going through something that you don't understand. As long as you make your people in your life feel heard and valid like you're good for sure anyone listening who is currently going through this or has been through it like again i just want to say there is a light at the end of the tunnel because i wasn't educated i didn't have a coach i wasn't a coach when i was going through this something that i wish i i did back then was get a coach honestly and I mean, instead of doing that, I became a coach that I can, like, learn firsthand. But um, it truly, truly, like, made everything so much easier, of course, when you know how to do things properly. If you are going through or struggling how to do things and you just need a little helping hand, reach out to a coach because you're going to save yourself so much time and discouragement of trying to figure out how to do things on your own. I would say I went through like two years of trial and error, to be honest. And those years weren't like worthless or a waste of time because that's why I'm literally who I am today. But I am really happy that my job is to help people avoid that. Like avoid years of not getting nowhere because I mean the knowledge that I was learning and like again, but you know what I mean? Like my job is to save people the years of attempts to get to their goals instead of like, it's like a fast pass at an amusement park. Like 
you are skipping the lines because even with a coach, shit takes a lot of time. So it's going to take more time if you don't really know exactly what to do. Anyways, you just have to kind of fake it till you make it. And um, that's how that's how I feel. That's how I really feel like looking in the mirror and being so angry and crying and screaming and being mean. I mean, not like screaming at the top of my lungs, obviously, but you know what I mean? Like internally screaming, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, going from that to looking in the mirror and forcing myself to be like, I'm beautiful, I'm healthy. And I remember looking in the mirror and being like, bitch, I do not, I do not think this stuff about myself, but I really, really, really forced myself to be like, just try, just try to say something nice about yourself. And it worked. It did work. Like practicing. Oh my God, this is something I feel so passionate about and I'm about to wrap up, but enough enough with the self-deprecation you are manifesting every time you talk about yourself like that when you're with your friends oh i'm so stupid oh my god i look so i i hate the word fat like i hate it i don't like to use it i use it in context like if i'm talking about something that was said but i i that word like i hate that word (laughs) if you're with your friends and you're calling yourself these words and they're like, oh, no, whatever. But, like, you know you know what I'm talking about. We've all done it. Like, you don't understand. Or if you, someone pulls out, a, pulls out a phone and you guys are taking a selfie, oh, my God, I look so bad. Like, I, I, even if you really think that, it's okay to have those insecurities, but stop saying them out loud because you're giving it more truth and power every time. It's kind of like if you only use filters on your face when you pull up the camera and there's no filter, of course you're going to think you look bad because you're so used to seeing something else, you know? I think it was probably around that time, like 2019, 20, I like eliminated those filters. I'm not saying I never, ever, ever, ever use them, but I like once in a blue moon, I'll use one. But I always use the ones that don't change your face because it doesn't look like me and it makes me feel like not myself. I want everyone listening to try that out, you know, try out the little looking in the mirror and say something nice about yourself. But guess what? Every time you catch yourself saying something mean about yourself, instantly correct it. And I don't care if you feel like absolutely like an idiot. Okay. If you're with your friends, you're with your family, be like, I don't know. I'm just stupid. I want you to say, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm so intelligent and smart. Okay, like I promise to you it's going to sound really silly, but I did that to the point where I don't even dare to say anything mean about myself because I don't mean it and I don't think it and it's not true. And it's it's one of those things like I'm not saying I never ever do these things, but majority like 80 to 95% of the time, I actually would say like 95% of the time, I don't like do that anymore. So at the end of the day, um, I'm wrapping up right now. I have to because I've been talking, talking. This is kind of why I like to just rant and not write anything down because I think it comes from the heart and I get to like talk about things that maybe I wouldn't think of when writing it down. But anyways, it's like not a straight line journey. Like you're not going to wake up and be the most confident person ever. It's all about every time those feelings come up, acknowledge them, validate them and then say, but it's not true. Those are just my thoughts. They're not true. If you hate all the clothing you have, get new clothing. 
you know like stop keeping all the clothing from when you are a different weight and now if you really like this is what i do too if i really like a clothing item and it doesn't fit me i'll put it to the side and maybe i'm like maybe it'll fit i don't know but if i don't really even like it or like it's very much not gonna like fit me for a long time if ever i'm gonna get rid of it because it's like out of sight out of mind stop keeping things that don't represent who you are be patient with yourself it's okay that you feel like it's taking a long time to accept yourself everyone's journey is different um i mean 2019 to now i mean that is four years i feel completely different about myself now and it's it's very interesting i started my business kind of when i was in the midst of this self-love journey which is very interesting how i chose to do that and i'm glad i did that because i kind of grew with my clients and i love who i am i love all my clients and if you're my client watching this love you i just put a heart up with my hands i'm like you guys can't see me you're doing better than you think and you're amazing give yourself grace give yourself empathy compassion write everything down get a therapist don't be hard on yourself you're so much hotter than you think. Like everyone's always so much harder than they think. Like think about like one more thing. Think about when you're out with your friends and they're like, oh, I look so bad right now. And you're looking at them and they're the most beautiful person you've ever seen in your life. We don't see ourselves the way other people see us. And what how you see yourself is most important. But what I'm saying is no one's judging you as hard like as you are, you know? I'm always open to any topics that you guys want to hear me talk about or rant about. Like, I'm down for talk about anything. Message me on Instagram, Beasts of Fitness, if you want any specific topics, and I will talk to you. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. If you found any information today helpful, then I would greatly appreciate sharing this episode to any social media or to a friend. And as always, if you want to follow me on my fitness journey and my business, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Beasts of Fitness. And if you go to beastsofitness.com, you can apply to become my nutrition client. Or if you live in Rhode Island and want to join one of my group classes or one-on-one training, you can sign up on there as well. Thank you, and I'll talk to you guys next time.